is here. Yo, our mission is clear. It's time to change healthcare. Have no fear. Today is the day. This is the hour. Together, you know we've got the power. Drop the silos. We're all the same team. Patients, doctors, tech, and marketing. How can anyone be satisfied with the way things have always been? Yeah, we've tried. So join us now. Join the revolution. Digital health is the evolution. Status quo, more like status no. Yeah, this is the healthcare rap. Y'all come on, let's go. Welcome to the Healthcare Wrap, where we are ushering in the future of healthcare and the status quo no longer exists, where we are challenging assumptions about marketing and technology, and we check yesterday's thinking at the door, where truth drops like an atom bomb and knowledge flows like Niagara Falls. Each week, we challenge assumptions that have been holding back healthcare marketing and explain how we can do better. Join us. This is the Healthcare Wrap. All right, folks out there in the Healthcare Rat Posse, how are you doing? Thanks for tuning in and uh, checking us out this week. We have a fantastic opportunity this week. We're speaking with one of the everyday champions of healthcare. I have on the program today, Ligia Ricciardi, who is the Chief Transformation Officer at Carium. And many of you know Ligia already because she's one of the most well-known experts in consumer engagement and digital health. And that just speaks to her passion and who she is. And so really thrilled to have her on the program today. Ligia, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. So nice to be with you, Jared. Yeah, I was really grateful. I, I was, I, I got to say, I was, I was tickled just to see one of these new... Uh, Opportunities, we'll call it, from from hymns, which is coming up. As most listeners know, we're right in the in the throes of it. And uh, what was really cool is over the last few months, one of the programs, uh, well, one of the the things they've done is they've kind of named some champions of health, and we're going to get to that. But I wanted to recognize that right off the bat that you've been recognized as, as one of these champions of health for hymns nineteen, and uh, we're going to talk about what that means and and kind of. Uh, what they focus on as a result, but I wanted to give you a chance right off the bat just to do a little bit more of an introduction to yourself. Tell us about kind of where you came from. How, how did you get into consumer health and engagement? Yeah, sure. Actually, I got into consumer health and health generally via technology. I started off early in my career. My very first job out of college was writing uh, business school case studies for Harvard Business School. And I was working with a business historian. And so we were looking at kind of like a broad brush way of like, what are the things that impact American business, American society? And we just kept coming back to technology. So I thought, hmm, this is fascinating. Technology is changing not only business processes, but changing the way things are done throughout our society. So I got really interested from that job and and kind of followed from there. I actually went to Washington to work at the Federal Communications Commission have worked in the Department of Health and Human Services. So I've done the public sector thing as well as the private sector thing, but always been interested in technology and its application to to health and ultimately to empowering people. And so now you're with Carium. Tell us a little bit about that. And, and uh, as, as Chief Transformation Officer, what's your main role and responsibility there? Yeah. Again, I've been working on these issues of health and health IT for nearly 20 years. Around the last 10 or maybe longer, I've been really focused on empowering consumers and patients because I think that they have such an important role to play in terms of shaping not only health care, but health. 
And that's because most of what impacts our health as people is determined by everyday actions that we take or parts of our everyday lives that aren't necessarily directly related to the healthcare system. So diet, exercise, who we spend our time with, whether we wear a seatbelt or sunscreen, it's all those things, as well as genetics and environment and those kinds of things. So that's the the theme I'm really passionate about. And that's what I was working on when I spent a number of years in the government at ONC. I uh, really started and led a lot of the consumer e-health work that was related to meaningful use policy and other policies related to digitizing health. And that's what I'm able to follow on with in Carium. And what I'm able to do here is actually work on building a tool that is geared for consumers to help them manage and navigate their health journeys. So it's really putting them in control of their own paths and giving, getting to know them and giving them gentle nudges along the way so that they can meet their own, whole, their own health goals. It's exciting for me to do the transformation from starting at the macro level in government or back to those even business school case studies and be able to work at a company that is actually building a tool that's going directly into the hands of consumers is really fun. To go back to your question of what am I doing there, as Chief Transformation Officer, part of what I'm doing is helping to position us in the ecosystem of other tools and services that are geared toward consumers and see where there are opportunities for growth and I'm also heading up the marketing work, so it's kind of a dual role. And let's well, let's dive into that because there's there's a lot of there's a lot of everyday value for just about everybody in what you just said and kind of what you're working on and, and what your mission is, and uh, that's going to be the topic of our rap battle this week. Rap battle. So the rap battle is where we challenge assumptions. And, and this week, we want to just talk about kind of the current state of consumer empowerment in healthcare. We want to talk about assumptions that have been maybe holding that back, maybe things that ideas that we've had that maybe are, are changing. And we want to dive into that a little bit. So let's just start kind of at the beginning. What would you say? What are the most important things to know about consumer empowerment in healthcare today? I think it's changing. Consumers are becoming much more empowered than they ever were. Part of that is related to the digitization of health information and the fact that consumers can get access to their health data, which was formerly largely locked in the health system through mostly portals at this point. But the other major wave is that it is really coming from the consumer side and it has to do with technologies and the fact that most people have essentially a supercomputer, which we think of as We think of it as our cell phone, but it really is a supercomputer in our pockets, in our purses. Everybody's, you know, about more than 50% of the population has a smartphone at this point. And increasingly, people are using wearables and other kinds of technologies to track their sleep, to track their movement, to track their calories. This is creating a lot of data and insight related to health that consumers can use for themselves and in some cases share with their providers as well. And as we bring these two worlds together, this creation of sort of patient-generated data, if you will, created by people every day and bring it together with some of the data that the health system has about people, that's where the magic really happens in that you get a really comprehensive view of who a person is and you can help not only understand who they are, but ultimately 
help to impact and guide them toward better health. So there's a lot going on, I'm sure, just just in, in all of these these attempts and initiatives to make everyday people, you know, to, to make us healthier in general, to make us well. How can marketers help that effort? How, how can marketers help consumers be more empowered about their health? An important piece of consumerization of healthcare that is essential to mention is the issue of cost and money. And most consumers are concerned about healthcare costs, rightly so, because they keep increasing. And they're not only increasing, but in terms of out-of-pocket costs, a lot of folks are seeing a real increase too. So certainly, I think that marketers can help people and, and other folks in the profession help consumers get greater transparency about what things cost, and not just cost, but also quality. If people can better understand, I think, some of the challenges around health and healthcare that many people don't understand until they're sick, like, for example, you know, there might be different prices associated with things. People don't know to shop around or they may not understand that there can be huge quality differences in the care you receive depending on what institution you go to or whether a particular institution or provider has a lot of practice and is specialized in a particular area can radically change your outcomes. And people don't really realize that. Another area that I think people need to learn a lot more about, particularly as we go further into this digital age is privacy and getting a better sense of what happens with our health data and what are some good ways to share it and some other ways that you might want to be more careful about. So I think it's, you know, you asked what can marketers do? Marketers can absolutely help by being transparent about the products, programs, services that they speak about and trying to not just sell consumers things, but help kind of educate them in addition so that they can make more informed choices. I'm a healthcare marketing leader. You see, I've got so many systems going on, you think I won the lottery. But our materials come from so many sources. When we try to innovate, it only forces me to shake my head. Instead, it's what I dread. It's like I said, I'm always fixing legal and brand and AP, y'all. Come on, can I consolidate? Is there a partner for me? Express Docs takes a load off your shoulders by creating a hub for all your marketing materials that's easy for your clinic managers, service line admins, and others to use. Just imagine a single workflow where all your direct mail postcards, rack cards, posters, business cards, flyers, brochures, patient handbooks, promotional products, and apparel are all in one spot. Well, that's Express Docs. Order today and have it tomorrow for most items. Visit bit.ly slash healthcarewrap3. That's bit.ly slash healthcarewrap and the number three today. Download a case study or request a demo to learn more and receive a free healthcare wrap stainless steel tumbler. That's right, go to bit.ly slash healthcare wrap three for more about Express Docs. Tell your whole crew. Let's dig into privacy a little bit more. Are there certain aspects of it that have changed in the last, you know, say two, three, four years that you just want consumers to be more aware of? Is it just something that, that we're constantly talking about? What's the most important thing to know about privacy these days? Well, I think the most important thing is that we're generating lots of new kinds of data. I was talking before about cell phones and wearables and the number of sensors and sources of personal data that we're giving off every day is growing astronomically. Not all of that would necessarily be classified primarily as health data. A lot of it is stuff like our location, but that may be related to our health. And on the whole, I think that most folks don't have a really good sense of what all that data is and how it's being used. 
I don't think awareness alone will solve the problem, but I think if more people understood how much their data is being used and repurposed for good and bad, it would be more likely that we would push toward not only on the policy front, policies that protect consumers more, but also on the business front, I would like to see businesses really take the lead in using data, whether it's healthcare or more generic data in ethical ways. And if that's part of consumer expectations and that's part of the questions we ask when we decide whether or not to use a particular good or service, I think the market will respond. Yeah, I can speak, you know, just for myself, I feel like just knowing what things are being used for, what data is out there, why it, you know, why a program or an app or, or a website or anywhere that I'm going, why it needs that data. I think you're right. I think you nailed it. Just, just the transparency part. That's where I, as a consumer, you know, that's where I'm going to go first and think about. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Part. I think like one area that's done really well on that, just as an example, is often when you can use an existing site, for instance, your Facebook or your Twitter account or your LinkedIn as a means to log in to some new service. And I think there's been some improvement in transparency about like what the service or app that you're using plans to do with that data. They usually just give you a full, a few clear bullet points like this may tweet on your behalf or whatever. So you can decide if you're okay with that. And I, I like that you don't have to read a five page privacy policy that's in sort of convoluted legalese. So I'm grateful for that. And I wish that there were more clarity across the board in services and, and what we can expect to have done with our data as a result of using them. <laughs> that's true. You know, it, it makes it, it not only makes it easier, you can tell when that's like a legal requirement that risk management says, yeah, you, you have to put this notice somewhere because <laughs> it's, it's 30 pages or whatever, like, like you were talking about versus someone that's trying to actually make it easier for you to understand what is going on with your data. So yeah, that's true. It's very, it's, it's pretty easy to tell what the purpose is when you see a notice like that one way or the other. So very good. I did want to mention one thing that was pretty cool. I think that you were named as a HIMSS 19 champion of health this year. And well, just tell us a little bit more about that and kind of what it means and, and what, what you feel can, can be the result of it. Sure. Hims named a number of people from a great diverse, you know, set of backgrounds as champions of health. And I think the concept behind what they're doing there is they're recognizing that health and healthcare is really impacted by a whole army of everyday regular people like me, like you, who are doing our jobs in a variety of ways. And they wanted to kind of highlight and celebrate individuals which not only kind of recognizes that even though sometimes what we may do on a daily basis may not feel so glamorous and the big picture, it really is having an impact. But the thing that I, another thing that I liked about the champions of change idea is that it highlights people in very different roles, whether in technology companies or healthcare providers or researchers, all kinds of different roles. And well, one of the things that was fun about it is that it kind of, gave us invisible capes to wear. But the point is not so much, I think, to celebrate us as to celebrate the every person, like every one of us, the kind of folks who are part of the broader HIMSS community, whether they're at the conference or not, like each of us is playing an important role, including certainly marketers, communications, as well as the whole array of more traditional health IT, technical folks, engineers, hospital folks, all these other folks. It really takes if you will, a village of different kinds of people with different skills working together to make change happen. 
Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. You've got a bullhorn in your hand and you've got this invisible. <laughs> it says that you're the communicator and the quote right there says health and healthcare are complex and we have to collaborate to find ways to improve them, which I think just nails it. Just a, what, what a great way to think about all the efforts going on, like you said, with everyday people trying to solve these complex problems. Yeah. And to kind of add on to that point, it's not just that it takes all kinds of diverse skill sets and people working together, but that we really do need to make an effort. The reason why I think uh, I got that moniker, the communicator, is because I was talking about the fact that in my career, a lot of what I've done is tried to translate among members of different groups. For example, when I was working in the federal government, helping policymakers understand the perspective of technology developers or patient advocates or other folks who come from a particular perspective, healthcare providers, really communicating with patient groups and sort of understand, you know, a lot of us are actually working toward common goals. We may have slightly different vocabulary for them or think about them in other contexts, but ultimately we're trying to improve healthcare. Most of us are trying to move toward a more value-based payment model. Many of us now embrace this idea of greater consumer and patient engagement. What can we do together and how can we help each other really succeed? Because there's no way any kind of massive change can be made in healthcare without a whole lot of communication and collaboration. Well, I think that's really just the the idea that we want to convey today is how much effort is going on. And the more that we're aware of it, the more that we that it's visible to us and that we recognize it's going to take collaboration, that that that's really how things are going to happen for for consumers and, and ultimately empower us in our healthcare the way that we have talked about for, for decades. So I love just thinking about it that way. And I can hear the you know the hope and the passion and the the work and the effort going on in these endeavors, you know, when we speak, you know, when you talk about it, because there's so much going on there. And is there anything else about, you know, consumer empowerment, you know, in general, or just any of these ideas that we've thrown out there that you'd want to mention? I'm certainly not the first person to notice this, but consumers are empowered by technology in so many areas of our lives. And we expect a different level of service when it comes to almost anything, whether it's buying clothing or communicating with your bank or any, you know, all kinds of things, we expect not only that things will be easier because there's maybe a a digital or an online component, but that things are going to be a little bit more personalized for us. And that is beginning or the expectations, I think, people are bringing that over to health and healthcare too. So it's no longer acceptable to go to a waiting room and wait for your doctor for 45 minutes and not be able to see uh, any of the information about you or understand what's happened and what's next and what it's going to cost you. Consumers have a different level of expectations, particularly I think younger consumers like millennials who just aren't going to have patience with the healthcare system as it has been up until now. And so it's changing. This is one of the factors. Consumer demand is one of the factors that's pushing healthcare to move and to update itself, which I think is a really positive trend. 
everybody wants their content to work But if you're not careful, it'll drive you berserk You need the right partner, but where to begin? Use True North Custom, that's how you win In healthcare content marketing Gotta try something new, cause innovation is king True North Custom, they're the bomb Check it at truenorthcustom.com Hey, we have a new exclusive giveaway from our partners, True North Custom. We're giving a branded infographic to Healthcare Wrap listeners. This is a $1,500 value. This digital asset can be used to promote key service lines as well as provide your communities with engaging health and wellness information. It can be shared via your blog, social media, and other channels. Visit bit.ly slash healthcare wrap 2 today. That's bit.ly slash healthcare wrap and the number 2 to select your free infographic from the True North Custom Library. It's time for you to spread the awesome. Remember bit.ly slash healthcare rap and the number two, tell your whole crew. All right, so here's a fun question for you. What what are you most excited about in 2019? I'm just going to leave it open-ended. What, what are you excited about? So I am excited about working with this company that I recently joined, Gar- Carium, which was only started last April. So it's still relatively young. But we've already built a product. We have a couple of great partners and we are putting into practice this idea of empowering consumers. And I'm really excited to be a part of a team that is figuring out how to do this. It's not always easy or obvious. I think that the general trends toward consumerization and empowerment of consumers are very much behind us. But figuring out how to do it and doing it creatively as no one has is a huge challenge, but also a really fulfilling one. Outstanding. Well, I think that's a perfect way to wrap up the rap battle because usually we just like to say, hey, we you know, we killed that. Like we effectively discussed false assumptions out there and ways we can challenge the status quo. So fantastic. We're gonna move on to our final segment, which is shout out. Shout out. Shout out is where we just recognize a, a person, a, an idea, a blog post, anything, a food, if we want. Anything that's caught our attention recently that's kind of made us think a little differently about life. And the one I will do one first here. And then uh, if you'd like to, to share one as well, uh, perfect. I just wanted to recognize for a quick minute or two, the HITMIC community, H-I-T-M-C, HITMIC community. It's the healthcare and IT marketing community. And there's the, the conference to go with it, which happens uh, once a year this year. It happens to be in Boston. The organizers, John Lynn and Colin Hung, and in the past, uh, Shahid Shah and, and others who have been involved in it, just the, when you look at that community, it's it's a community of, uh, in a pretty niche industry, marketing to and on behalf of health IT, healthcare technologies, right? And to be able to take that and to give it more than just a professional feel, um, it goes beyond that. It, it has a very humanized, personal feel to it as a community where is very welcoming. There are in-person events. There are kind of pop-up events that that John and Colin I know have, have done in the in the last year or two in different areas of the country. And then there's the the one conference every year. But it's a very welcoming place, and it's it's a place where they're trying to do the same thing that we've been talking about uh, throughout this entire process today of solving these everyday problems and issues in healthcare. Because if those marketing healthcare technologies are doing their jobs. They're ultimately making healthcare better for, for people when those technologies are adopted. So I feel like that community does a great job of connecting their mission to their everyday business. And 
anyway, for that reason, I just wanted to recognize them. It's HITMC. There's a, a blog. There's a week. There's a monthly Twitter chat, and there's all sorts of uh, resources available out there online. So, just wanted to recognize. That. I just think it's a really cool community, and uh, for all those reasons, that it stands out and is a little different. So, Leggy, did you have? A, you want to give a shout out to anybody today? Well, first, I'd like to second your shout out to John and Colin and the Hitmic community because I think what you said is absolutely right, and there's a positivity and a friendly openness in that community that is really admirable and draws a lot of people and it's just a lot of fun. Secondly, though, I'm going to give a shout out. You mentioned that we could give a shout out to food. So related to food, I am excited by the general concept and availability of food delivery. I know maybe that sounds silly, but as I think about health and health IT and consumer empowerment very broadly, so whether it's you know Uber Eats or whatever it is, I recently signed up with a service called Vegetable and Butcher, which is here in the Washington DC area where I live. And what I love is they bring me healthy food that is way heavier on the vegetables than I would make on my own and just to make it much easier to be well. And that to me is an extension of this whole idea of health and technology, although I'm sure they would in no way consider themselves a health IT company and probably haven't heard of him. Nevertheless, they're awesome. And um, I happen to know the founder, a guy named Turner Hoff, who is really thoughtful and smart and creative. And I wish him and his team all the best and thank them for helping me be healthier on a daily basis. I love it. Food delivery services. I was just mentioning that this this kind of thing comes up in our household and, and to see all the new options and things available out there is really cool. So way to to shout out to, at the end of the day, a better health, better wellness. Love it. So Leiji, it's been a pleasure today. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we will typically, we'll find listeners, they'll ask us, hey, you know, really enjoyed that interview with, you know, who you had on the podcast recently. How do I get a hold of them? So we want to answer that question for them. Uh, how do listeners get a hold of you or reach you or connect you if they, if they want to, uh, to learn more? Sure. The easiest way probably is social media. I'm on Twitter at Lygia, L-Y-G-E-I-A. I'm also on LinkedIn. And you can also find me through the Carium website. We're at carium.com. But uh, absolutely, whether it's through the site or any number of social media avenues, um, please do reach out. It's always fun to meet new folks who are excited about and curious about some of the same things. Fantastic. Uh, It's been a pleasure today. And uh, for those of you listening, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Do us a favor. If you enjoyed today's interview, tell a friend about the program and make sure you're subscribed yourself and engage with us. We're on Twitter at Healthcare Wrap and we are at healthcarewrap.com. You can check out an archive of previous episodes there. And uh, on behalf of Lygia and myself, thanks. And that's a wrap. 